Welcome everyone. We have a Batagim Bezis Hashem, uh Shir on the Kuntris Yadatiki Shalom Oyhalecha, Shir number twelve. We're holding Perek Shani, Maimardala, chapter two, lesson one. Shana Rishina, the first year, Hishtadlus Lihisachtus, the working to band. And as I mentioned in various previous Shiorim, that it is very important in any and every marriage. If for whatever reason they did not have a normal, healthy shanari shayna, then most certainly, no matter what stage you're, of marriage you are in now, you reorient yourself and make that year upcoming now, Rosh Chodesh and onward, Rosh Hashanah onward, whatever it is to make a full year to dedicate a special attention and love to one another as a shanari shayna, and even if you did have it good and you're married, many years, it's Kedai to take a lot of these habits and to be mechadish yourself and spend a year with extra hyper special focus on one another as if it is Shana Rishayna. It's something that is very healthy to do. But anyway, Maran HaChazaynish Zatzal Keveya HaChazaynish established we talked about his letter that was quoted Back in the beginning of Perek Sheni, that anything necessary to become favorable in your wife's eyes and to, for, for your wife, towards your wife, that's not included in the Maimar Chazal in Perkei Ovis that says that you shouldn't speak excessively with an Isha, which is referring to even your own wife, does not apply to this. Over Yichud B'Shana Rishayna, and particularly in the first year of marriage, you should engage in much conversation and words of endearment with his wife. Because the the responsibility that the Torah put on a new husband to make his wife happy in order to reach the point where they bond as one, to become one between the couple of to become mamish like one flesh, and this bonding doesn't come automatically because they had a wedding ceremony. Yes, in Ruchni, a Chup and Kedushin connects the two. But that's not enough. The couple must work to create a unity, a mutual bonding between one another, as each come from various different backgrounds, and and everyone has different personalities. Besides the inherent differences that there is, between the nature of a man and the nature of a woman, the nature of the husband and the nature of the wife. And therefore, the Torah set aside, one year, the Holy Torah set aside one year of marriage, so they should become one entity. And the Torah freed the husband from public service, from going out to military service. In a previous mimer, we discussed this at length. And it's understood 
like I mentioned in the beginning of this year, and I'm going to re-emphasize it because it's very, very important. Many of you listening are beyond Shana Rishina and been married many years. That afterwards, also, you need to continue this effort. This bonding is not a one-time thing, and then once you do that one-time thing, it automatically lasts forever. That doesn't happen. The situation is subject to change and fluctuations. And and also there's no limit to develop the sensitivity to one another. That's why I say if you commit both of you to practice a Shana Rishayna between yourselves, starting now, starting Rosh Chodesh, starting this upcoming Rosh Hashanah, there, there will be an increase a tremendous deep bonding that will take place. He brings down a note here uh, from Rabolbo in his Kuntris that the Malachim came to Avram and they asked Sarah, uh, they asked on Sarah where she is and, 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 and it says Kedela right? That the reason why they inquired about Sarah is to make Sarah dear, endear Sarah in the heart of Avram Avinu. So you see from here, he says, that even with elderly people, people are married for many, many, many years, and, and even our there was also an Indian to, in, to this concept of increasing a bond. Now, then he brings down a Gemara Nidalamat Aleph on the base to explain the value of the Nida period and that separation and the subsequent reunion. He says, Why is the Nida uh, for a seven day period? That they Because if you wouldn't have that, if you wouldn't have that, you would be very familiar with her. You would always be physically available with each other. And the Kutzpah, there'll be a certain disillusionment. There'll be a certain, um, you know, a lack of a familiarity that breeds to a certain boredom or distance or whatever it is. So therefore, Amra Tayyid, the Tayyid says, Tayyid Shivas Yamim, let her be Tame for seven days, separate. So that when she comes back, after going to the mikvim and purifying from the Tomas Nida, so she should be as beloved to her husband as the time he took her under the chuppah. Which shows you, by the way, that with proper preparation and seer and, 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 and you have the ability to do this. You have the ability to do this, to, to be chaviv on your, uh, on your husband and to be banned as if it would be the first time of chuppah. And you could work this out, you know, even in other situations where post-menopause or, 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 um, or um, in, during pregnancy in many situations where she is not a Nida for, for, for a, per- a long period of time, you still have ways to make it fresh and, uh, and, 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 and you, know, you work it out between yourselves in a healthy way. Going back up to the top, so yes, there is a the Torah emphasized the chi of gomer is on, is shana rishina because in every marriage it makes sense that in the beginning you build a strong foundation, and that's why the Torah is mechay of that shana rishina, but the svara leich baser svara of it that any time you do this, you create a special hischatches in your marriage. 
Shezeu kavanas hayitzira v'hoyu l'basa echad. Now he's going to align in that Chazaynish's letter that we learned before, that this is the intent of the creation to be like one being. The ability to bring into reality the intent of the creation was left to us to do. asked the question, that he created Adam in his image. And then it says he created them plural, male and female, singular and then female, and then plural, Hakeitzatz. How do you reconcile the two? So the answer is, in the beginning, he thought to create them as two. And he created them as one. Ein Sham Rashi and look in there, Rashi shall Vasaif Nivra Chodi Yitzira Shnei Patsufim. That Rashi in his Pirish on the Gemara in Ksubis Tafchesam and Allah says that he created them with two faces. Zachar Melafana of the male in front, Uvin the Kavim Ochar and the Nakav in the back, Vain Sham Taisis Shapirish Bidarch Achar, and see Taisis explains it differently, so you could go into Ian and Masechtis Ksubis Tafches. That's the that's the Sugi in the Gemara that talks about Sheva Brachis. We could go more in depth about this. Now, how is it possible to understand how is it possible to say that in the beginning HaKadosh Baruch was thought one way and at the end he created them as one at the end even created them as one but they were divided into two subsequently again, male and female so at the end he did create them as two. Sahara Gra Zatzal Meir as a name of Zebrushal Mishlay. So the Gra Zechatzalakavracha explains this Gemara and this concept in his Pirish to Mishlay. Vizel is shiny. This is the Gra's words. This that the Chazal say that at the beginning he thought to create them as two. And he created them as one. Could God change his mind? There's no such thing as changing the mind by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ella, what does it mean? HaKadosh Baruch created the woman in order to be a helpmate to, a man, to, to, to the man, to her husband. So what is the purpose to be a helpmate if they're one body? So the goal of creation was for them to be two independent beings, so that he she could help him as two independent beings. And so the reason he created them as one initially, the reason Hakadosh Baruch Hu created them as one in the beginning of the creation, is that by the oneness of them, they are like one body. At, at that point in time, that created a deep, deep connection between the male and the female, the man, husband, and wife. And, and beyond the ahava that is even between brothers and other relatives. That's what it means. The purpose why way Hashem wanted it in this world, that there should be a man and woman separate, the husband and wife, two separate bodies, two separate personalities, working together and becoming one. In Shalom. And Ahava, and Ahachva, and Shalom and Reyes. So and then physically, He created them as one. To create this oneness and Ahava and, and love to each other. That's what it means always. means what the kavana was. So the gra is explaining. 
Shepriyas Ishva Isha Bitchila Ke'echad Hoya Emtsai Vachana Libra Yasim Shnayim. That the creation of a man and a woman as one body initially was as a hachana, a preparatory stage, to make them two later, so that they would be bonded as one together, that they should have a special love for each other, a certain kinship, affection, as if they are one body, because at one point they were one body. And This is not only said in the context of the creation of Adam and Chava, it's a lesson for us all through the generations. It's a microcosm of what applies to us. Now, even though physically in this world, you know, people are born separate, boys and girls separate, and they marry, they're not born as one and then split up, but the concept of it is here nevertheless. How so? And every creation, it, in every in every forty year, days before for the formation of the child, it's 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 said decreed in Shamayim Bas Pliny the Pliny who Yezivig is Lamar Betchilis Yitzias Ish Noitzin Oiseyachad Amasinei Loves Nishmas Bazugai that all the way in the beginning of the creation of the man already the soul of his Bazug is there and that's what the Zayir explains also the Zayir explains that Ulam however. The practical realization of a husband and wife bonding together in this relationship, to get to reach the level of the kavana of why they were created, that as two people living together, they become one. That's the job left to us to accomplish. Hashem tells you, I already gave you in the potential that you are run already. The Yitzir of Adam V'chava is not just for them, it, it was in the Shamas going all through the Dairis, that that you and your wife are truly one, and you are one, and you're meant to be one, and you are created as one, as one is Shama, but now, now your job is, is to activate it as separate bodies and separate entities to become one. And that is our job in Shana Rishayna and also to continue throughout our lives. And if we truly try to do this and connect both in Shana Rishayna and then later in marriage to put special emphasis for a full year to one another, to recommit, to re-spark, to, to, to refuel, and to re-engage with one another. This creates how HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give the Kaychais that this oneness will be felt again. And you will see how the two is really one, and that the marriage becomes a, a beautiful oneness of Shalom and Ahava and Achva with Eshchene Eshaira. We're going to continue Maimer Hey, Ruach Toiva Ne'ima, that there needs to be an atmosphere of goodness and pleasantness. This is another line from the Chazaynish's letter that says that a respectful relationship with strict etiquette, meaning very formal, you know, like in the Queen and Queen of England or in royal families, if you treat each other, even though yes, he's he's like a king and she's like a queen, and there's a royalty, there is a royalty of Malchus, where 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 we are Bene Malachim, all this is true. But in the, the connection between a husband and wife, there needs to be not this formality. There needs to be a certain lightness. 
יתוכן שהדבר מכוון לבר מין רזל, האויב אס אישתא כגובדאי, כגופאי מכבדא יוסם גופא. That these words of the Chazayinish refer to what the Chazal say in Yavam Estach Samabez Amabez, that one needs to love his wife as he loves himself and respects his wife more than himself. When it says you honor her more than yourself, it doesn't mean social conduct of etiquette. Rather, the intent is to take into account the desire of your wife and her personality. The will, the wanting of a person is their honor. Their honor is to align with what they need. And she needs this atmosphere of closeness. So if you become very formal, that's not healthy. If you know, even if you mean it to be respectful, Derek Harris, yes, you should be respectful. Hello, thank you, good morning. A certain regular, normal, healthy etiquette, but overall, the connection between the two needs to be with a certain type of a warmness, lack of formality. He has to relate to her in a closer bonding. Where that strained respect of this royalty family type of thing, that's not, uh, that, that does, not have a, does not have a place in a close relationship. This is the Chazaynish's word still. A little laughter and relaxed conversation is more beloved than, a, a bond, than what comes through a seriousness or an anxious respect. So it's fascinating, and the next paragraph is going to go into this. He's, the Chazaynish is advocating bedichus, which is a certain type of a lightness, or laughter even, humor, you know, warmth, informality. The kalos yoyser, kalos yoyser, a relaxed conversation beyond it. Now, what he's going to say now is, again, we have to be careful because it's something that's very negative, which is kalos reish. Kalos reish means to be frivolous, to be totally lack of disregard, no derech whatsoever, and that could lead to terrible things. So the Chazaynish risks using the word kalos yoyser, but we have to differentiate between kalos yoyser and kalos reish. So Kamovan Enkavanas Maran Hilakalasadas, Hasvashalam, the Khazainish Zechatzadak of Rachi does not mean a relationship that is frivolous. What he means is is La Vira Kalani'ima, still a, a relationship that has a light and pleasant atmosphere, with some humor, with some relaxation. As opposed to a heavy, tense, serious atmosphere. There needs to be in a home an atmosphere of happiness. We bless in the All these in order to create this love, this bonding relationship, a peace and friendship within the couple, Hashem created a spirit of joy, a spirit of happiness, that should dwell among them. And therefore, 
This atmosphere, the pleasant, supportive atmosphere, needs to be there between the couple, especially the first year of marriage, but certainly all, all the marriage. That creates affection. That creates bonding. That creates oneness. This is not always easy. Why is it not always easy? Life happens. There could be challenges that come up, real, you know, real serious things of life that could sort of, um, you know, cause the circumstances to be contrary to that happy and relaxed atmosphere that we want to strive for. Okay, nevertheless... That is the avoida that's incumbent upon the husband. To be concerned to maintain and to nurture a good and happy and pleasant atmosphere. Later we'll discuss this uh, further in regard to this. So to sum up the Nekudais of this year, we said many times, and it's very important, the Shana Rishina concept, even though it's a Chiyav Be'etzim only the first year, says very, very clearly, it's an important concept all through the marriage, and if a marriage, which all, all of our marriages, no matter where we are, five years, ten years, thirty years, and anything in between and more, needs this spark, so you create that atmosphere of Shana Rishina, of a love that we were once one, and we had this love, and now we're two, but we, our, the goal is to come back to one. And the idea with the Chazayinish explains that, yes, there's an Indian of, you know, Kavayid, Tzalem Kim. There's a there's an Indian of, of you know, your B'nai Malachim, he's a king, she's a queen. You know, we're, we're, we're not, you know, we're, we're elevated people. But elevated people does not mean that we act in a formal way with strict etiquette, and, uh, you know, with a pachad in the home, adaraba. There needs to be a special warmth. Adkadeh that the Bechazayinish uses the words bedichus v'kalas yoyser. A certain laughter, relaxed conversation, warmth. And that's much better than the seriousness that's there. Of course, you're careful from kalas reish. That's a separate issue. Frivolity is not good. But a warmth and a, just a loosening up to make things light and pleasant is very, very important, and even though sometimes life circumstances make it hard, we have to really try to fight against that and create a house of beauty and a house of warmth and a house that promotes uh, love and respect, but a lot of warmth and where they both feel at ease at home and at ease with one another. Bracha and